Isaiah 64, 6 says, But we are all like unclean thing, and all our righteousness as like filthy rags. Like filthy rags. My righteousness, your righteousness is of no value. God does not accept it. It's His righteousness by faith in Jesus Christ that we come to believe in Christ. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Continuing our series exploring the spiritual lives of biblical believers, Raul will target our focus today on Abraham, a man best known for his steadfast faith. We'll see that genuine, wholehearted belief in the Lord is what set Abraham apart in righteousness, and it can define our lives as well. Stay with us for encouragement to step out in faith. We'll begin today in Romans chapter 4, verse 1. Here's Raul Reese with the lesson, Abraham, Justified by Faith. Oswald Chambers begins by saying this, Justification means two things. First, that God's law is just. The second, that every sinner is unjust. Therefore, if God is to justify a man, he can only do it by vindicating the law and by destroying the sinner out of him. When you talk about Christianity or our faith in Jesus Christ, there are so many people that are trying to get to heaven through works. I can remember when I was a kid and growing up as a kid, going to church, it was always doing something good. And especially I went to religious school. And in that religious school, they're always trying to make me do works in order for me not only to know God, but also that I was going to go to heaven. And as I began to read the Bible and I got saved, I was totally amazed that really you don't have to do anything but believe. That's simple. By recognizing that you're a sinner, by recognizing that God has made a way through redemption by coming and repenting of your sin, and then through His blood, every one of your sins is covered, and then your name is written in the book of life, and then you walk a life of faith by obedience in Christ Jesus. Let's look at verse 1 to 3, the first point here, Abraham's righteousness. Paul says, What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? Good question. For if Abraham was justified by works, notice, he has something to boast about. Imagine if we were saved by works, can you imagine? We would have bragging sessions. So he goes on to say this, verse 3. For what does the scripture say? Abraham did what? Believed. Believed what? Believed God. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. Underline that. For righteousness. I'm not righteous by my works. I'm righteous by faith in Jesus Christ. Believing. Think about that. Here's a man that God calls out of all eternity. It calls him to be part of the seed of the woman to the line of Jesus Christ. Christ came through an imperfect line because he came to die for you and me. 
Again, it was justified by works, or that we don't try to go and do good deeds all the time, but they come automatically. If you're believing by faith in Jesus Christ, you're not all day saying, okay, how many works can I do today to put to my account? No, automatically you do it. Not even thinking about it. True faith brings true works. James said that. And by having good works, what does it do? We bring glory and honor to Jesus Christ. There's no boasting in ourselves. We cannot boast. There's nothing to boast about. It was all Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can do that. And Paul says, says the word before God here is the key to unlocking the teaching of Paul and James. James and Paul are the same. Listen to what he says in James chapter 2.14. James says, What does it profit, my brethren, speaking to Christians, if someone says that he has faith but does not have works? I have faith but no works. Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked or destitute of daily food, and one of them says to them, Depart from me, depart in peace, be warm and be filled. But you do not give them the things which are needed for the body. What does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, it does not have works, it is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? How did he do that? By faith. Do you see that faith was working together with his works? And the scripture was fulfilled which says Abraham believed God and was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only? See, both. Likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? Yes, she received them by faith, and through faith she got spared from being killed. Isn't that cool? And she's in the line of Jesus, a whorish woman in Jericho. James here is speaking of justification in the sight of men. Paul is speaking of justification before God Almighty. So true faith, saving faith, is visible. It's visible. People can see it. So I love the way Paul sets up this whole thing of faith. Because Abraham was justified by faith. In Genesis 15, 6, he says, For Abraham believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Again, he says it. Abraham believed God. Now this righteousness that says not righteousness, again, of works. We got to get that in our brains. Because all of our righteous works, all of my righteous works are what are totally like filthy rags. Like filthy rags. Isaiah says that. Isaiah 64, 6 says. But we are all like unclean thing. And all our righteousness as like filthy rags. Like filthy rags. My righteousness, your righteousness is of no value. God does not accept it. It's His righteousness by faith in Jesus Christ that we come to believe in Christ. It took many years for Abraham's faith to prove itself in an outward demonstration. Can you imagine when God made him a promise of a son? That all of a sudden, here is this beautiful son has given to him. They try to help God out by having Ishmael. 
the father of the Arabs. And now here I seek the line that the Messiah will come through. And as God now says to him, okay, Abraham, I gave them to you, now you give them back to me. And they went to Moriah. And then God provided a sacrifice for Abraham, but not his son, until 2,000 years later. And God will provide himself a sacrifice. God provided himself a sacrifice, notice where, on Mount Calvary, 2,000 years later. God's word fulfilled. Genesis 12, 1 says, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. Speaking of Israel, check this out. And make your name great and you shall be a blessing. And here's the key. I will bless those that bless you and I will curse him who curses you. Those that bless Israel will be blessed, but those that curse Israel will be cursed. Isn't that interesting? That's why I love Israel. Israel is God's choice. Yes, they've disobeyed God, and that's why they're so critically not only being going through persecution and even death, but one of these days God is going to open their eyes. And again, through faith, they're going to see that the Messiah, the Mashiach, Jesus, was the true Messiah. And they crucified him. They killed him. Aren't you glad that for the last 2,000 years, the Gentiles have been able to receive God's grace? When they rejected it, God allowed us to receive it. You and I, to receive his grace, his love, and mercies. Justified by faith in Jesus Christ. Abraham obeyed. A man of real faith not only trusts in God, but he obeys what God says to him. Second point, verse 4 and 5. Salvation not of works. He says in verse 4. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but of debt. Notice that. But to him who does not work, but believes on Jesus, who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Isn't that cool? The word here for work in the Greek means to do that from which something results. The word reward here means do paid for work. The word record here means to think, to impute, to account. And the word grace means unmerited favor. I like that. Unmerited favor. We don't deserve it and God's given it to us. The word debt means that which is justly or legally due a debt. The law brought us to a debt. And Jesus Christ paid the debt for each one of us individually. Isn't that cool? He paid the debt by going to the cross and dying for our sins. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. We'd like to remind you that we're committed to coming alongside you with the guidance of God's Word. Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 for resources, including this 20-part series illuminating the inspiring faith legacies left for us in the Bible. Now back to more of today's lesson, Abraham, Justified by Faith. Under the works, a man feels he can what, earn his own salvation. Under grace, he understands he's merely totally dependent on God. And when he looks in the mirror, he goes, man, I am a sinner. 
I need Christ in my life. People that are not here this morning, they're not Christians outside of this room. When they look at themselves, they don't look at themselves as they're sinners. They think they're okay. And the deception is from who? Satan. When it's so simple, man, if you just believe, repent, believe, and receive eternal life. That's how simple it is, and yet people don't come to that. They don't come to the conclusion that Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. Paul says here that it would be a man that is justified by faith, that he truly enjoys his works, because he knows it's not his, it's the Lord that has given me those good works. We need to claim that God is the one that not only justifies us, But how thankful I am that Jesus Christ came, being sent by the Father to become atonement, to become the sacrifice that made me not only come to know Him, but that cleansed all my sins, and by faith I believed in Him, and He gave me eternal life through Him. And again, through the doctrine of works, it cannot be true. Again, Romans 11, 6, Paul says, And if by grace, then it is no longer of works, Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. You see, grace, 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 not works. Grace is the key to sanctification. God's justification is given to a person that needs to be justified. I need it to be justified. You need to be justified. And justification does not depend on growth, spiritual maturity. See, the problem is that a lot of people come to know Christ. You see them every week come up. You take them back there. You give them a Bible. They counsel with them. They'll tell them to come back for the new believers class, which many of them return. So Jesus gives a parable of four types of people, those that fall into the ground. Remember, the ones that are hardened by heart, the ones that are emotional, the ones that are totally coming because they want the things of the world. And then you have the ones that not only listen, but they do, and they bring forth works. The others never bring forth works. Never. But a true child of God is fruitful. Fruitful. Why? Because I have believed by faith in Jesus Christ. I have been justified by Jesus Christ. And through that justification, man, I don't want to hold back. I want to tell everyone about Jesus. His love, His grace, His mercies. And how easy I came to him. And I surrendered. And through my surrender to him, he took his precious blood and wiped out every one of my sins. He took them and put them on the bottom of the ocean. He cast them before, notice, to the east or the west and put them in the deepest part of the ocean. And guess what? He doesn't remember any one of them anymore. Free. Justified by faith in Jesus Christ. Let me give you a couple of things about sanctification. True sanctification, number one, it is produced by God, not by man. First Thessalonians 5.23, Paul says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sanctification sets me apart because I have believed by faith. I've been justified by faith. Notice what it says. And then he says this, which blew me away. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Then notice, and may your whole spirit, how come he didn't start with the flesh? Spirit, soul, and body's last. 
He says, your whole spirit, your soul, your body, be preserved blameless. Until when? Until Jesus comes again. Secondly, it is produced by Jesus Christ. In Hebrews 2.11, he says, Paul, For both he sanctifies those who are being sanctified are all one. For which reason, he is not ashamed to call them brothers, brethren. Thirdly, it is produced by the Holy Spirit. First Peter 1.2, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in sanctification of the Holy Spirit, for obedience by the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace be multiplied to you. Imagine that. Fourthly, it is produced by truth. Jesus, John 17, 17, that's the Lord's Prayer. He says this. Sanctify them by your truth. Set them apart. He's talking about the disciples. He says, your word is truth. As you send me into the world, also I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctified myself. That they also may be sanctified by the truth. See? Sanctified by the truth, which is in Jesus Christ. Fifthly, it is produced by Christ's blood. His blood. Hebrews 9.14 says, How much more? Shall the blood of Jesus Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living true God. And then six, it is produced by prayer. First Timothy 4.4. 4. For every creature of God is good, and nothing is to be refused if it is received by thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by word of God and through prayer. The word of God and prayer. The doctrine of works cannot be true then. Romans eleven six. If by grace, then it is no longer of works. Again, Paul, all through Romans. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. The truth is what? That we are sinners saved by the grace of God, period. Romans six twenty three. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So we are not justified by works. We are saved by pure grace, the gift of God. Ephesians 2, 5. Even when we were dead in trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. For by grace, you are continuing to be saved. By grace, it's not of works. Third point and last point, verse 6 through 8. David's blessedness here. He says in verse 6, Just as David also described the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from the works. He says, Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Shall not impute sin. The word justice here introduces the revelation of God that God gave to David. It is also regarding imputation of righteousness without any works. So David here, again, is a model. A model just like Abraham concerning faith and works. And if we can get that into our minds and our hearts, then we're not going to be condemned any longer. We're going to be set free. Psalm 32, one says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Notice this. 
whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, in whose spirit there is no deceit. God has forgiven us. That's the blessed man. That is the blessed woman. So the blessed man, the blessed woman, who is counted righteous by God, notice what it does, then true works are there for each one of us. True works. The word impute here, it means to reckon, to put to one's account, to credit, or to deposit. It means righteous without any works. That's what the scripture means, and that's what it says. It cannot be of his works, but because he believes God. And God's love and grace and mercy brings me to that place of salvation and calls me righteous before him. Are you righteous this morning or Satan beating you up and saying you're not righteous? Maybe you tripped and you fell this week and the devil says, you know what, you're wasting your time. God's never going to forgive you ever again for what you've done. But the problem is that God does forgive. True repentance. True repentance brings true what? Forgiveness. You don't have to be condemned. There's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Not apart from Christ, in Christ Jesus. God, His grace, canceled David's sin. God's grace canceled your sin, my sin. And will continue to cancel our sins. Grace. The grace of God, the mercies of God. Isaiah 38, 17 says, Indeed it was for my own peace that I had great bitterness, but you have lovingly delivered my soul from the pit of corruption. For you have cast all my sins behind your back. Can you believe that? He's cast all my sins behind his back. Then why is it that I'm always talking about my sins? Why are people always going back to their past? There's nothing good in the past. Talk about the present and talk about the future. Get rid of your past. Stand in the present and look to the future so that God can use your life. Psalm 78, 38 says... But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and did not destroy them. Yes, many a time he turned his anger away and did not see all his wrath. You imagine how many times God has he's not only come to that place where he pulls back instead of destroying me. He pulls back because he loves me. So what does he do? Hebrews chapter 12, verses 3 to 11. He says, it's a father, he chases his children. Because he loves us. Well, if you've never received Jesus' gift of forgiveness and redemption, we pray that this lesson has stirred your heart to make that leap of faith today. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you'd like to review the message you've heard today, we can send you an unedited version for a donation of $5 or more. All you have to do is call us at 800-634-9165 and mention today's study, Abraham, Justified by Faith. We'd also like to offer you the entire 20-lesson series we're currently airing. For your convenience, Rawls' Men of the Bible Study is available on both CD and an MP3 thumb drive. As you think about the deep levels of communion and devotion these early believers enjoyed with the Lord, you'll discover what's possible in your own journey with God. Get in touch with us today to order Rawls' 20-part series titled Men of the Bible. 
Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 and we'll send your CD collection for a gift of $26 or the USB drive for $21. Our number again is 800-634-9165. This resource is also available when you write us at Somebody Loves You Radio, Post Office Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We appreciate your partnership. Your tax-deductible gifts are a great blessing to this ministry and enable us to keep sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Be sure to join us again next time as we continue this series thinking about the spiritual heritage handed down to us by biblical believers. Zeroing in on the extraordinary life of Moses, we'll learn from his example of following God with humble trust and a servant's heart. Here's Raul once again with a closing thought from today's study. Galatians 1 4. Who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from the present evil world, according to the will of our God and the Father. 1 Peter 2 24, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness, for whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And then John says this, 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But if we say that we have not sinned, we make God a liar and His word is not in me. We are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.